in the midst of things that aren't working, you will have products that do work. So you've got to double down on those products. You've got to identify them first. They make a profit, but also if you're in a challenged situation where cash flow is at a premium, that sell quickly. Hi there, this is Michael from Amazing FBA and welcome to Practical Hacks. If you subscribe to the philosophy that done is better than perfect, you're going to love these little hacks. Do you want to grow your business bigger and faster? A free audit of your Amazon business can help you see and avoid threats and find missed golden opportunities. I generally charge $150 or more per hour, but this would be free. You can be a reseller or a brand owner. All I ask is that you're doing a few thousand dollars a month in sales already. Just visit myamazonaudit.com, scroll down, click on Amazon Audit, and book in a time. That's M-Y-A-M-A-Z-O-N-A-U-D-I-T.com. Forward to speaking to you on your audit. Hey folks, Michael here. Today, I want to talk about a real-life example of a seller, friend of mine, an Amazon seller who's had some real challenges recently, and what some of the solutions are that you can look at if you're having similar challenges. So basically, as you'd expect, lower sales and sadly also lower profits as well. Sales are down about half of what they were 18 months ago. That's not uncommon in a lot of businesses I'm seeing now. We're in September 2023 as I record this, but this could be true for you two, three years down the line. So one of the issues that you end up with in that situation is that you can't get back into stock with some of your products that you that sell because you can't afford to because no cash flow is low and you also end up with a situation where you can end up with higher overheads in this case a physical warehouse and and staff it could be as simple as you've subscribed to an awful lot of software they say overhead walks on two legs so in the end the serious overhead normally comes in the form of of personnel of people but that had been formed in the times when sales were higher and of course that overhead starts to eat you alive. Another fun challenge is that because of the lack of, of cash flow and the overhead, uh, they have to take on some debt. So that those were the challenges. Some of the solutions, number one is really simple, but really critical. So in the midst of things that aren't working, you will have products that do work. So you've got to double down on those products. You've got to identify them first. They make a profit, but also if you're in a challenged situation where cash flow is at a premium, that sell quickly. So even products that don't sell with great profit margins, if they can sell at a margin and they sell quickly, those are even more something to prioritize. So really you need to double filter. Filter one is, is it profitable? And filter two is how quickly can we get the cash back out? Now, here are some hard choices. If you cannot afford to even restock your best sellers, you're gonna have to cut some costs from somewhere in order to get that money free to reinvest in the right inventory. Otherwise your business is gonna die. And we went really through the profit and loss account. If you think about it, everyone's obsessed with revenue growth, but that can take money. It's not really probably the, the biggest priority in a cash flow constrained business. Your cost of goods sold is probably not under your control. Variable sales costs are dictated by Amazon. So it's your overhead really where you have the greatest leverage. And unfortunately, that normally means letting go of people or getting full-time people to go part-time. I've had to do this myself in the past, so I know how embarrassing, apart from painful, uh, those conversations are. You feel like you've taken on somebody's welfare, and now there you are, turning around and saying, I can't afford you anymore. 
but it's a reality. It's either that awkward conversation now or you have to shut up shop and they'll lose their job within a few months or a year, tops, depending on the situation anyway. If you go down a profit and loss sheet, your operating margins after your gross margin minus your overhead. After that, traditionally, you get the finance costs, so the cost of interest. So if you've got debt, you've got to pay that down as quick as you can as well. And then finally, you should be in a place where you are beginning to get your head above water again. This stuff does take time to show up, but the more brutal you cut, the quicker it should show up. The other one is about cutting staff and it's a grim business and, and it's easy to say and hard to do. But my advice from Ken Burke, who was a guest on the podcast a while ago and who sold a business, eventually survived a couple of serious downturns and sold his business for over a billion dollars. But he said, look, the best advice is cut once, cut deep. So rather than having the remaining staff wondering whether the axe is going to fall on them, it's better to do it in one go and then the remaining staff will know that their jobs are safe. That's by far the best way to do it. It's brutal, but I think it is unarguable. Otherwise, you're going to end up with incredibly demotivated staff. And another person that I know bought a business a while ago who had a lot of problems. I mean, they were basically close to bankruptcy, but the staff there were incredibly demotivated and he's had all sorts of trouble with that business, unsurprisingly. So if you're going to cut, cut once, cut hard. Easy to say, I totally appreciate the human cost, but I think it's just the thing you've got to do. A couple of other little hacks. If you have fewer ASINs, fewer SKUs, fewer product lines, then you have less overheads. And if you've got something like a warehouse you're having to use or a third-party uh, logistics warehouse, or even if you're just paying FBA storage fees, if they're not shifting very well, that is another big overhead. So if you have fewer SKUs to manage, I cut the rubbish ones, then that's also a saving in warehousing costs that can be significant depending on whether you use the third-party logistics or not. Another way of dealing with small cash is to do shorter orders. So order maybe one week's worth of stock or two weeks worth of stock if you're ordering in the same country. This applies more to a sort of wholesale type business than a private label business, but the principle is the same. Maybe you order one month's worth of stock instead of three. You won't really be able to do that if you're sourcing from abroad. You're going to have to make different decisions. But if you're sourcing from the same country, that can be really helpful. And above all, just really remember that amongst all the bad things that are happening, there are still good things in your business. And that's not just a positive thinking. That's a fact, but it's just, it, it is important to get your brain into the way of thinking, okay, we've got to cut bad things. We've got to cut overhead, which may be good people, but not affordable, but never forget that the products that sell are still in there. The branding work that you've done, if you've done that is still valid. What is working? is still of value. And so don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. So the actual way to turn around a struggling business is to make sure you cut the bad stuff, but don't cut everything, i.e. don't just throw in the towel or mentally kind of check out. And, and that's easy to say and hard to do. I mean, the whole mindset around that is, is super hard. It's grim business. The main thing is to, to just get your hands dirty and just cut the stuff you need to as soon as you can. And Look, if you're like me, you're going to sit in denial for a while, and that's just human nature. <laughs> but if you've got a coach and or a, a peer group that can help keep you accountable, that really helps. I think the peer group is really, really helpful because in tough times, they understand what you're going through in a way that your family and your friends won't, and, and that's really important as well. So get yourself some kind of support. 
Anyway, sorry to have a depressing topic today, but if reality is depressing, but we take good action, I think ultimately that's uplifting. So it's just a tough reality that comes up. I thought I'd address it today because I've seen it around and it feels to me like something important to address. I hope you agree. If you're having a good time and you're not having to cut, well, just know that at some point you may have to. So it's a skill set and a mentality you're going to have to develop at some point. If you're having a really, really tough time and you want someone to listen to you for free and give you some advice from the trenches, happy to do that. Just go to the, the relevant link, which is coming up next. Thanks for listening. Do you want to grow your business bigger and faster? A free audit of your Amazon business can help you see and avoid threats and find missed golden opportunities. I generally charge $150 or more per hour, but this would be free. You can be a reseller or a brand owner. All I ask is that you're doing a few thousand dollars a month in sales already. Just visit myamazonaudit.com, scroll down, click on Amazon Audit and book in a time. That's M-Y-Amazon-A-U-D-I-T.com. Look forward to speaking to you on your audit.